Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Stretford Sessions, and this is your big match preview for Saturday, Man United versus Watford. Joining me on the show, our resident referee, Mark. How are we, Mark? How's it going, Noel? Thanks for having me on, man. We gave Dazzler the night off. Maybe he has the trots, does he, after all those jellies or something like that? I'm not <laughs> he too must sure. Do. Or else he's out enjoying himself or something like that. But we gave him the night off anyway. A well-earned, so we a well-earned night off. Well-earned, yeah. It's not often he doesn't rock up, so we give him the night off. Um, interesting game this um, for two different reasons. Obviously, Watford badly in need of the points, but United also badly in need of the points, especially on the back of that Arsenal result last night. Yeah, um, they... They managed to get three points out of the game. When when it was at one all, I was thinking to myself, this is this workout great for us. But um, it puts a lot of pressure on the on us tomorrow with Arsenal winning, especially because like to be if say if we only drew against Watford tomorrow, we'll only be three points ahead of them, and they have three games in hand. Mm. Now, I know we talked about our march and like we're playing the likes of of City and, and, and yourselves and stuff like that. But Arsenal have a tough march as well when you look at it. I think they play um, they play Leicester, they play yourselves, and there are a few tricky games as well. But it's just it's I, I said it on the matchup there a few weeks ago. Well, they, them games at hand are, are going to come in useful for them, and it's just up to ourselves to hopefully keep the pressure on and keep the keep the points differences as, as wide as open as we can. Yeah, I think when you look at the season, once you get into the kind of last two months of it, say or whatever it is, or two and a half months of it. You, you tend to be in that kind of fixture area where you're either chasing the top six and you're against them or it's guys fighting relegation. So yeah. you're chasing them and every game feels like a cup final. You know what I mean? So even like normally you would look at this game as a United fan, you go Watford at home, we'll tap them up, no problem. You know what I mean? It'd be handy. But the fact that they're fighting the battle to stay in the league yeah. and the fact that you've come through two really tough games yeah. plus all the other stuff that's going on in the background that could derail you and stuff like that and all, it just means it's kind of like a level playing field somewhat. But the fact yeah. that you owe them from last time because literally the last game where they smashed you at Vicarage Road oh. and it basically cost Ollie his job as yeah. well you know yeah. what I mean I mean I, I know, know Liverpool Beach as well and stuff like that but yeah. really that Watford result that, yeah. was now uh, coming back from that one really no and especially I think the the one moment that kind of stood in my head from that is remember Fernandez was at the away fans that time saying it was the player's fault and not Solskjaer's yeah. fault. Yeah, he was but, uh, behind Solskjaer going it's yeah. not him it's yeah. us this exactly. kind of thing yeah. but isn't it amazing like them months ago that he was doing it and they still have played like a bunch of individuals for, for so long this season you know that sort of way but um, yeah look, like you said it's a massive game for us it's a massive game for Watford as well you know how many times have we talked about these so-called smaller clubs coming to Old Trafford and you think alright you know it'd be handy enough and they get a result against us this could be one of those uh, 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 you know I'm hoping that it won't be they are you look at their, their run of results lately you know, four one against Palace during the week. Um obviously Connor Gallagher was putting the strength from midfield, Zaha back in scoring. Um they were beaten by Brighton a few weeks ago as well. But like there's so many games, you know, they, they got beaten by Brentford, they drew with Newcastle, they were beaten at home by Norwich. You know, I, mm. I think the last kind of proper result they got was against us and when was at the end of November or something like that, you know. Um yeah. So I, I, you know, and I feel sorry for Roy because what is he seventy four now? You know, uh, he's he's been thrown into this job. Obviously, Claudio Ranieri um, came in, and there was a big expectation about him, especially after his previous jobs. But um, you know, they have decent players. You you look at Sarah, you 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 look at Dennis up front, Hernandez, um, 
you know, obviously they have the, the experience of Craig Cartwright at the back and Foster and goal and stuff like that. So they do have quality, but um, I'm just hoping after, you know, we after us not playing well and getting a result against Atletico and then the previous two wins in the league, I hope we can take that confidence into this game and, and hopefully we can get three points. Well, you've never um, you've won every single game against Watford that you played against hey, in the in, in, hey, in the stats. Premier League at Old Trafford, yeah. and you've only ever conceded two goals. It's yeah, interesting, but, isn't it? I hate I hate hearing stats like that because you just know yeah. oh, there could be an upset in the guard. You know, you're thinking, you're thinking it's a very different Watford <laughs> and a very very different United. Exactly, exactly. But in fairness to them. I've watched them in games. I seen them uh, against Brighton there last week, and even though they didn't score, they always look like they could score. Mm. They have that little bit in them where you think they can get a goal from anywhere, you know. Um, and like I said, with the players I just mentioned, you know, Dennis has been an unbelievable form this season. Sir, I think a lot of people would have Sir in their fancy football team at, at some point this season as well. Um, but it's 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 whether we can weather a storm. Um, from Watford or not, you know, we, we've seen this like the, the first half against Atletico Madrid was absolutely schoolboy, schoolboy stuff, and then you know, you've you seen it against Leeds the, the, the pre last week, and like you and Dazza were saying, in very tough conditions, kind of like you know, you'd see the Phoenix Park of a Sunday afternoon, cold pitch, wind, and this, that, and the other. But um, we we just man we just managed to storm just about right against them. But hopefully uh, we can do it again against Watford. But we you know Cavani's not back in the squad. Me and Darren were talking about it after the Atletico game. It would have been nice to see him come in and maybe play a half an hour or so. You know against Watford and um, start getting minutes under under his belt. McTominay's out. I'd, I'd say Fred and, and Pogba will probably start there with Bruno and then Alanya and maybe Sancho either side and Ronaldo up top. And I'd say I can't see Rashford start tomorrow anyway. Yeah, I'll get into the team now shortly. But um, yeah, McTominay's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he's the kind of that kind of tough kind of baller in there that you'd want for a Watford game, you know, mm-hmm. where you where you need to sometimes get stuck into the trenches on some of these tough games that try and see the mountain stuff like that. In terms of current form at the moment, United anyway with four wins and two draws in their last six in the league. And Watford is with four losses, a draw and a win. So certainly the form guide will tell you that it's all about United here. If United go out and put a professional performance yeah. on, they should be fine and they definitely have the golf and talent to do it. Yeah, um, like I say, you, 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 I hate reading those stats. They, we should be, but you just in the back of your head, you always think maybe there might be something here. Like you was against Norwich last week, they started so brightly, you thought. And like I said, if Pukki had been in scoring mood, he could have been two two down at halftime, you know, that sort of yeah. way. So you can never count your chickens too soon. Yeah, especially when they're fighting down the bottom. You always like, I mean, look at Burnley in the last two games. who have been yeah. outstanding, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, once you're down there fighting, there's always that chance that you'll you'll cause an upset. I don't see it here tomorrow, to be honest. No. Um, looking just, at the team now, as you mentioned there, Edson Cavani is out with a groin issue, and obviously Scott McTominay is out with illness. Um, yeah. I, I had kind of alerted this because I thought when I seen his ankle, I thought his ankle would have kept him out, but he actually... Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought as well yeah. when I seen the pictures. Um, so as you said, Pogba and Fred in the midfield. Um, I presume Dallow will return at, uh, at right back, is it? I'd say so, yeah. I'd say so. And yeah. uh, probably Tellez left for maybe. I, I watched I watched the match back on, uh, on Wednesday night. I watched it back 
mm. uh, yesterday. And Shaw just, I don't know what it is about him. Like, you look at Luke Shaw this time 12 months ago, he was in flying form. You know, everyone was saying Shaw Berto Carlos and all this. You know, going forward, he couldn't do anything wrong. Defensively, he couldn't do anything wrong. And I looked at him when I, when I watched the match back then again. He's just a completely different looking player altogether. He he doesn't look confident. He, he got booked. He looks lethargic. You know, he doesn't it looks he doesn't have the confidence he did a year ago. And but just he looks like a player that was playing under Jose Mourinho. I remember when him and Mourinho fell out and he was, he was playing with the kind of head down all the time. That's that's the player he looks now, and hopefully that can change. So yeah. but I think Tellez will definitely come in at left foot. Yeah, I said it. I said it, Darren. I said it to you. actually the other night in the match reaction. I said, for me, it's Alex Tellez all day. He would be my number pick, my number one pick for left back spot at yeah. United at the moment. I think he's way more athletic and I think he has a bit of nous about him. Yeah. I think with Shaw, Shaw's play, although he's very strong in possession and stuff like that and at battling and stuff like that, but he's quite predictable. Where I think oh, with yeah. Tellez, he's not as predictable. And I think Tellez's final ball into the box, I think, is much better than Shaw. And isn't it mad, Noel, if you had said that? At September, uh, you know, Tellez and, and Dallow will be the, the natural kind of first choices. People laugh in their face and well, Wambasaka and, and Shaw, but the season that it's turned out to be, I don't think Wambasaka has, has had the has had the best season. We all know that he's not great going forward. You know, defensively he he loves a tackle, he loves a block and stuff like that. But um oh, you know, that that won't get you won't get you over the, the line of games, you know. Yeah, I, I would see him potentially being a guy looking for a new club in the summer. I'd be surprised if he's still there next He could do. It just depends who's coming in as manager, whether they fancy him or not. You know, that, that'd be the big question. Uh, whoever yeah, I, is taking the full time role, yeah, I think I'll think I think they'll see what we see that he's a he's a bit lopsided in his talent, let's say. Um, and and it's kind of you're trying to counteract that as well in terms of your formation and the players that you're playing. You really can't be carrying lads and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and, and it's well you got to look at it. Like he he wouldn't have been making so many runs forward when he when he was playing with Palace. They weren't as an attacking team as they are now under Vieira. So yeah. he's probably not used to that and he probably doesn't have the confidence to go forward all the time. Where he you know, he probably didn't see much over the halfway line when he was playing with Palace. So that could have a bit to do with it as well. Yeah. Um, I presume Alanga comes in straight away and starts instead of Rashford, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, has to. He has to. Uh, obviously, Ralph likes him. They had a conversation in January. There was talks of him maybe going out on loan, but Ralph kind of took him into his office and said, "No, you're definitely going to get minutes under me." Um, and I've seen him last season a lot on MUTV playing for the twenty trees. He he is such a talent. He obviously played the last game against Wolves last season, scored from across from Juan Mata. So. Uh, he is definitely one for the future. And he's a boy that's playing with confidence. If you're going to drop him, it's a big, big decision. His confidence is going high now after scoring that equaliser on Wednesday night, you know? Yeah, well, Ralph made the point as well where he came out and he turned around and he says, why doesn't everyone go out and play and just enjoy it the way Alanga's enjoying it? You know, that, that kind of that, way. And just brush away that, that lack of confidence and that, that hassle. And that, you know. That's the way it should be, Noel. And, and to be honest with you, I think if you look at Rashford, I, I was speaking to my dad yesterday on the phone and I said... You know, I think Rashford should go back to the 23s for a while, fall in love with the game. There's less pressure on them. Just play football for this, you know, the enjoyment of the game. You know, you, you talk about players that get physical injuries and, you know, to get back in, they, they, they start off playing for the 23s in the U team. You know, with Rashford, it's up there. So maybe he needs to get 
time out of the limelight. Go back to the 23s. Go back to what he's used to, the youth setup, that system. Fall in love with the game and then come back into the first team, a better player, hopefully. Yeah, it'd be interesting, all right. A uh, bit of team news for Watford as well. So, Itibo and in Kolu. And Kolu, I think it is, remain <laughs> absent. Say that again, Niall, can you? <laughs> and Kolu, I think it is, <laughs> remain absent. I think it is, there could be Kolu, maybe, without the end, and maybe, I'm not too sure, absent. Uh, Pedro and Kuka will need to have their knocks assessed. But should I mention Joshua King and Tom Cleverley? Uh, Should yeah. I mention them? Yeah, they come you back never and know. In the ass. <laughs> you never know. You never. Yeah. Well, isn't it amazing? Remember, uh, we got a uh, uh, gala win last season, and there was talk of Josh or two seasons ago. Sorry, there was talk of Josh King coming back in, um, but that's soon gonna wear it out. But yeah, no. Listen, even the likes of Suzuko and stuff like that in, in midfield that they have, uh, Sard didn't start on. Um, on um, was it Wednesday they were playing yeah, against Palace? Yeah. He didn't start, so obviously I'd say he'd be starting against us. Maybe Roy had had one eye on that game with his team selection on, on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, he said he probably said, "Look, I can afford to drop the three points to Palace because the United game is much bigger, handier three points or something like that." <laughs> yeah. You know what Roy yeah. Hodgson is you like? Never you, know. Know. you never know. You never know. Absolutely. Looking at the two starting lineups then, so for United, De Gea, Dallo, Varane, Maguire. Are we going Varane Maguire? We're not thinking Lindelof or... I'd, do you know what? I'd like to see Lindelof and Varane mm. because, you know, how I feel about Maguire, but I think Maguire needs minutes on their spell to, yeah. to build his confidence. And not only that, him and Varane need to build a partnership. I don't think they've had enough games to actually build a partnership this season. Yeah. Obviously, you could argue about Lindelof, how well he's been playing, you know, even at right fully did a job the other night and he had a really good game against Leeds so um, obviously with what happened in his personal life he, he, he missed a few weeks of the season yeah. um, which you know you don't wish upon anyone mm. so and kind of got and kind of got punished for it because he really was playing really well with Varane yeah. at the time and lost his spot through no yeah. fault of his own really. exactly exactly yeah. so but like I said on, on the flip side of that it, it would be nice to see Maguire and Varane get, get more minutes together and, and like I said build a partnership which we haven't seen them do. Um, it's it always seems that our back our our back four seem like individuals at times. They don't seem like a unit. So that's that's something that we have to have to build on as well. Yeah, and of course you know with Watford as well, it's going to be physical. You know yeah. that Dennis and Sarah, these boys yeah. are physical players. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. So then we got Tellez in there, Fred Pogba, Elanga, Fernandez, Sancho, and Ronaldo. Um, then for Watford, Foster, Firmino, Cathart, Samir, Kamara, Luza. Kenyembe, Sissoko, Sir Hernandez, and Dennis. Look at that. I got them all out. Hey, 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 hey. I'm getting better at these M1. names as I go along. Um, Should, yeah, no, no, nothing strange there. I mean, obviously, Sir and Dennis and Hernandez, Sissoko, we know about those guys, big physical yeah. guys and stuff like yeah. that and all, you know. So it'll be an interesting one there without a shadow of a doubt. In terms of the betting, United are one to three. The draw is four to one and Watford is eight to one. So very heavily in favour of Man United. Mm. Again, we've seen in the past, the odds don't mean a whole lot. But I, I think you'll have, you should have too much for these guys. It's vital you get the three points in this. Yeah. Especially staring into what you've got ahead now in March. This is a vital three points that you should pick up. Big time. Big time. And like I said, we're Arsenal right on our tails as well. You know, we need to we need to start picking up points because I think we play them on the 23rd of April. And that looking at that now, that's going to be a massive game. For the for the top four race, 
Yeah, it's also a long way away as well. There's a lot of football between. There them is, now. there is, and like I said, we have a tough match. But if you look at Arsenal's fixtures, they're mm-hmm. just as tough. I think the only thing that goes in their favour is we're playing a let go again, um, where they're not in Europe, um, yeah. so. You know, I don't know if that will sway things, but it will definitely give them a slight advantage going going into the, the final running. Yeah, I might get on the blower to Ralph and say, listen, Ralph, you beat City and we'll beat Arsenal. All right, we'll look <laughs> after you if you look after us. You it's have my good. back if you, I have yours. Yeah? yeah, it's all good. Give us a prediction. I am going for United 3-1. 3-1. I think, 3-1. That was, I think that was Darren's one when we looked at the Premier Preview as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's the one I sent in to beat the bookies, and I didn't even know what yous were gonna say. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, I was talking to my dad. My dad thought three 0 He didn't see what for scoring, but you just always feel that we can concede a goal. You know, that's yeah, always like, one, isn't there? There's yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna go United win, but I'm gonna go a bit tighter. I'm gonna go two one. Two one, right? Two yeah. one, yeah. Because I just think I just think there'll be a bit of a physical battle there. But I think in terms of the 2-1, I think you'll be 2-0 up and they'll probably and they'll just make like, a consolation or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it'll be, you know, one all or a tight game in terms yeah. of that. And I think 2-1 will probably flatter them. I think they'll create a lot of chances, but you know you've been quite blunt up front as well. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm thinking well, it's it's gonna be an interesting game, isn't it? Like, you know, Premier Sports three o'clock kickoff tomorrow. Um and like like I said, I like Roy Hodgson as a manager. Mm. Um, I think, but I think he should have maybe just stayed retired. You know that sort of way. I think his his swan song should have been at Palace that last game of the season, seeing him going around the pitch and stuff. But uh, his, his swan song should have been the season before he joined us. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. That's all well, I'm listen, saying. if he if he had it done like he's one of got Konchesky, would you? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> you know the way there's some guys that sometimes rock up and they roll a coin inside the shanky gates yeah. and they follow the coin in, and someone seems to offer them a job. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens that's there. You no, know, it's just not right. Um, yeah, but as you said, I mean, every game like it's it's turning out to be a fantastic season, isn't it? Because we've got a title race on our hands now. We've yeah. got a massive top four race as well. Any from Absolutely. four or five teams, maybe, and then we've got a great relegation battle down the bottom. Any yeah. three from maybe six or seven. So it's it's shaping up to be a great end to the season. No, it is absolutely. And I, I with the title race, I, you know, probably two three weeks, so we wouldn't have thought that. And now look what's happened now. So, um. And down the bottom, yeah, you look at it like uh, Burnley and, and stuff have games in hand over Watford. You know, Norwich are obviously down there. Um, Newcastle, Everton, Everton, could be, Everton could Brentford, be there as Leeds, well. Yeah. Leeds, Everton, yeah. so, I think it's up as far as Brentford. I think Palace will be yeah. okay. I yeah. think Palace have that kind of gap there. There's about three or four points between them and Brentford, I think, or something like that. But I but, think everyone from Brentford down, I think, could anything could happen. And I'll you look at it this weekend, if results went the way they do, and then Everton got beaten by City, they could be in the relegation zone by, yeah. by Monday night, like you know. Yeah, I'm hoping Agent, I'm hoping Agent Lampard can do the business for us. <laughs> I wouldn't be throwing any money on it now, but I can. Maybe well, the boys at Everton maybe can give Man City a few kicks and a few knocks, maybe and <laughs> drag them down into that dirty game and goodness and hopefully even you squeeze never know. Out draw, Listen, you stranger know. things have happened. Stranger things have happened, but it is it's it's great. It's great for you know uh, in the end of the season, especially for like probably Sky Sports are rubbing it, rubbing their hands together. You know, yeah. thinking we can pick yeah. and choose any fixture we want now at this stage, top to bottom, and it's mm. gonna be a great game. But um. Like I for for me, like I said, with with uh, if we beat Aletta, we'll have more games on our hand then, which is obviously a good thing. 
but on the flip side of that, the teams around you are playing less, so they've they've more time to recover, yeah. and uh, it gives them that slight advantage going into the final few months of the season. But see, the thing about it is, you don't have to worry about top four if you win the Champions League. It's all good. You're right. Well, <laughs> listen, uh, I think it was Luke Shaw came out with a statement saying <laughs> saying that we could do it this season, and everyone thought he was on the rules, but. Listen, it's our only hope. It's our only hope of a trophy this season. So uh, that's why that's one of the reasons why Alex Tellers is beginning to be a starter. <laughs> yeah, silly a, talk yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, listen, as a United fan, I have the trophy upstairs ready to go. Hopefully, with the ribbons on a come. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a lick of confidence sometimes where there's no confidence. You know, listen, that's we didn't it. we didn't have you on for the preview or to beat the bookie. You obviously, sent in your bets and all. Uh, give me a prediction for the Carabao Cup final. I know you don't have a card in the game, but give us a prediction. Um, yeah, listen, for for you, you know, you can probably. You probably don't have any injury worries. You could play whoever you wanted. Obviously, um, it's good to see your new sign and Diaz playing last week against the Lords and he scored that goal. Obviously, he's absolutely tongue to lose during the week. But then you look at Chelsea. It depends what Chelsea team turns up in the day. You know, uh, Lukaku. Obviously, Diaz has come into a bit of form as of late. I, I actually could see this going all the way to penalties if I'm being completely honest with you, you know. Um, obviously, as a neutral, you'd like to see an open game, and I think that's what we'll get. I can't see it being a cagey affair by, by any stretch of the imagination. Does, um, does Lukaku start? I, I wouldn't, personally, I won't start. Um, like, you, you look at it and probably think Werner would probably give you more than, than Lukaku, you know? But Definitely. De, then again, uh, if you want a bit of physicality against Van Dijk, you'd have to go with Lukaku. I don't think Werner would be able for that physicality if it was Matip playing against Matip and Van Dijk, you know, that sort of way. So, mm. um, like I said, if you did start Lukaku, it would be a bit of a risk, but um, it just depends what Chelsea team turn up. Obviously, they're missing my man, Mason Mount, as well. So, um, I think he's okay. I think he might be is okay. He, yeah, he is he going to be back? Yeah, he was on the bench. He was on the bench, wasn't he, for the match against Lille? They didn't he? use him, okay. but he was on right. the bench. Yeah, like, and I think from me, looking at the pictures today as well, I think Zh is is training and Kovacic yeah. is training. So it yeah, looks no, like they don't have any. I mean, obviously, I don't know what the story is with Reese James. I know yeah. he's been around the squad, but I don't know whether he's training or not. And we know Chilwell obviously is. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I like Zh. I think when he came in, he was unlucky with injuries and stuff like that. And I think it's only over the last two months you're starting to see him, his confidence being built up, you yeah. know, and. And they're playing a certain ways, but you look at the rest of us, but they have the likes of Pulisic there and stuff like that, you know. And um, but I think I'm gonna go one all, and I think it will go to extra time penalties, okay. And just being a goalkeeper as well, Kepa or Mendy? Um, Kepa has been the he's been the Carabao, the Carabao, yeah, yeah. So I, I'd keep Kepa, you know? like what we're doing yeah. with Callagher. Yeah, exactly. I, I I think it'd be pretty cruel if you if you yeah. played them all the way up there and then you dropped them for the final, you know. Although I, I didn't like what he did in the final that time. Remember Sari was in charge. Um but I think he's redeemed himself somewhat, so I definitely yeah. start him. Yeah, I, th- I think it'd be gas if Chelsea released their side and it's it's Kepa and goal, and then we flip it and we go, nah, we put Allison in. <laughs> Allison in, <laughs> yeah. like no. But I think he's but, confirmed Callagher's going to play. So I think yeah, he's going to play. What, what an experience is going to be for, for him, you know, that uh, the boy from Cork. And, mm. you know, he's he's, he's he's been on the fringes. It's been tough for him, especially remember Adrian was there and he was third choice. And well, I know he's yeah. still there, but he was third choice and he wasn't really getting a look in. Yeah. And uh, he's come in and he, he's done a good job, you know. For, for such a young lad, he's got experience head on the shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he's good luck. He's got a great defence in front of him as well. So, yeah, 
you know, that always helps as well. Well, listen, pleasure having you on for the preview. We will wait Thanks and wait and to see what evolves tomorrow in this <laughs> Premier League. So surely oh, more twists and turns without a doubt. Definitely. Without if, you, if you want to contact the show, of course, leave your predictions in there in the comments, folks. And while you're doing that, smash a like and subscribe on the video as well. If you could, helps us out all the time and growing and sharing. Um, if you want to contact the show, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at the underscore upper underscore tier. Facebook and Instagram, of course. We're out on TikTok as well. And we will talk to you again real soon. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Well.